Hello, this is episode two of the Frayed Medium podcast. I am your host, Tyler Daniels. On the last episode, I spoke about Calgary's newspaper history. As well, I spoke with author and historian Brian Brennan about the early days of the newspaper in Calgary. We last left off talking about satirist Bob Edwards. Here's the continuation of that interview. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge that I'm recording on the lands of the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Testina, the Nakoda Nations, the Métis Nation Region 3, and all the people who make their homes in the Treaty 7 region of Southern Alberta. But, but here's, the, here's the amusing thing, was that um, he eventually went into politics he, he, and uh, he voted in favor of prohibition, if you can believe it. Yes. <laughs> because, because he thought, he thought that, that drink was, was the curse of the world. And uh, he said, I should know it better than anybody else. And he said, the world would be much better off if we didn't have any strong drink. And, uh, and based on that, that's, that, that was one of the, 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 uh, the reasons why Prohibition came into uh, Alberta then um, from the time of the, the First World War um, into the 1930s. So, so Bob was uh, certainly, uh, well, I, I, you could call him our, our, our first major media celebrity, really. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, he was certainly well known beyond the borders of Calgary, that's for sure. Yeah, and you touched on him on your in your book of uh, building a province, sixty Alberta yes. lives, right? Um, and I previously, uh, for my listeners, I talked about Bob Edwards a little bit. Um, is there anyone today that might be comparable to Bob Edwards? Um, perhaps um, not. Not so much that I'm. 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 You know, probably the closest publication that exists today uh, if it still exists and i'm not sure that it does would be frank magazine the uh that the, the it's it's well actually there are two versions of frank magazine one is in halifax and the other one is in ottawa but the one in ottawa uh, mostly traffics in uh, in gossip gossip about politicians and gossip about uh, media celebrities and um and the thing is that um they don't check the facts and uh, and but but the thing is that it's 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 it must reading for both politicians and people that are working in the media. <laughs> okay. So so that might that Frank magazine probably comes comes close to it, uh, but but really nobody else that has emerged on the uh, the local scene begins to compare with 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 Bob Edwards. I mean he was sweet generous as they say. Um. With uh, certain developments happening in France, do you think satire is still important today? Well, that's a good question. And, and considering what, what happened with uh, Charlie Hebdo, uh, with the people who work there, and uh, I, it, it, seems to be, um, it seems to be something that is accepted well, in certain countries, I mean, it, it, there's a, there's a, a long tradition of, of satire in France. Um, there's there's another long tradition actually of satire actually in uh, in England with uh, with Private Eye, for example, which was a public well, I it's still published. Um, they they have been 
sued many, many times for, uh, for some of the things that they, they published in, in, that, uh, in that newspaper. So, so certainly, um, well, it was British comedian named, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember his name, um, Peter Cook, uh, mm-hmm. who was, was a satirist, actually. And uh, his, his famous phrase was, uh, satire is what closes on Saturday night. In other mm-hmm. words, if you open a show that's satirical, chances are it'll barely last the week. Okay, yeah. Uh, but, but nevertheless, that said, um, satire does seem to be alive and well, certainly in, uh, in England and France. And uh, with the exception, as I suppose, of, of Frank Magazine in Canada, which, of course, is not a mainstream publication, um, you don't see you don't see much of it beyond that. Okay, okay. Um, you worked for the Calgary Herald. Uh, I did, yeah. Yeah, and uh, as a theater critic and an obituary writer, um, at one point, uh, the Calgary Sun and the Calgary Herald were rivals. Sir, yeah. do you have any stories you could tell or share about the rivalry? Was it was it big? Was it? Well, it, it was as big, uh, I suppose. Um, well, it, well, it, it really began as the rivalry between the um, between the Albertan and uh, and the Sun, and uh, we considered at the Herald considered the, the the Albertan to be the the junior newspaper in town, and uh, and we got the sense that the uh, that a lot of the people that were working at the Albertan uh, would would like would prefer to be working for the Calgary Herald. Because for one thing, the Herald paid a lot more money than the uh, the Albertan did, and uh, so that, that's where the rivalry started between the two, the two newspapers. But it was, um, I mean, you saw a lot of actually when I started in, the, in the, with the Herald in 1974, there was a fair amount of movement between the Albertan and the Herald. You know, people coming from the who had worked at the Albertan who were coming to to work at the Herald. Um, there was not a lot of movement in the other direction. But actually, that changed a little bit then when the when the sun came in, and uh, people that sort of fell out of favor at uh, at the Calgary Herald um, ended up going over and uh, and working for the Alberta, or, or sorry, for the Sun. Uh, I mean, one sort of high profile example was the uh, man who was the editor in chief of the. Uh, of the Calgary Herald in the, the 1980s, in the early 1980s. His name was Bill Gold. Now, what happened there was that um, a publisher named uh, J. Patrick O'Callaghan, Pat O'Callaghan, uh, came in to uh, become the publisher of the, uh, of, of the Herald. And uh, when, when Pat O'Callaghan had been the publisher of the Edmonton Journal, and uh, back in the, the late 1970s, when um, Peter Lougheed's government swept the boards with something like uh, 76 of the, the 79 seats in the, leg- in the legislature or something like that. Um, Pat O'Callaghan declared that the Edmonton Journal was going to become the unofficial opposition of Alberta because he said, we have no other opposition, so, so it's our duty. And Bill Gold, who was the editor of the Calgary Herald at the time, said, no, we shouldn't be doing stuff like that. You know, newspapers uh, sh- should not become actively involved in electoral politics. And uh, so, I think the writing was on the wall when when Pat O'Callaghan became the publisher of the, uh, of, the of the Calgary Herald. 
uh, and Bill Gold was still there. And I, I, we were all wondering, how long is he going to last? Mm -hmm. Well, less than a year, Bill Gold was gone and he went over to become editor, editorial director of the, uh, of the Calgary Sun. But what was interesting that with the, was that after that, um, they buried the hatchet, Pat O'Callaghan and Bill Gold, and Pat invited Bill to come back. And he said, but I'm not bringing you back as editor anymore. He said, but uh, I'd like you to be the ombudsman, uh, sort of the, the public's representative on the, uh, on the newspaper and uh, dealing with, with uh, customers' complaints. And, uh, and Bill was, was quite happy to come back and rejoin the fold. So, uh, but as I say, that there, 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 have been, um, there have been movements back and forth now between the, the two papers. Um, and, and certainly, yeah, the, the, the rivalry has, has always been there. Um, if the story ends up on the front page of the Calgary Sun and, uh, and, and the Herald missed out on it, of course, the, 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 there's going to be some soul searching. And uh, of course, now that the, the, the two newsrooms are, are, have been merged, there's, there's no difference, really. The uh, reporters are reporting for both newspapers now. Their stuff is appearing in each newspaper, so the, that, that rivalry is gone. Have you checked out the Mount Royal Students Association? Go to samru.ca where you can find useful information such as clubs and organizations, student policies, special events, participate in surveys, and win money. The Mount Royal Students Association is here to serve you. Check it out now. Hello again. You're listening to the Frayed Medium Podcast. I wanted to know how Calgary stacked up against the other bigger cities like Toronto and Montreal when it came to the reporting of the news. Here's what Brian had to say. Oh, certainly in the, um, from the, the, the late 1970s into well into the 1980s, uh, we had one of one of the best regional newspapers in Canada, and and the reason for that was that um, we had um, we had a succession of publishers who believed in spending money on journalism, and um, so you know the the, the 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 profit motive was was kind of secondary for them. Uh, in the case of Pat O'Callaghan, um, he didn't he didn't really care that much about the profit. At all, um, he was he was more interested. In fact, he used to personally write front page editorials, and uh, and he encouraged his uh, the staff, the writing staff, to be uh, to be bold and, and provocative, and uh, and so he did. And uh, the and and well, well, just to, to give you an example of, of, of spending money, when I was in the uh, the arts and entertainment department, uh, I was the theater critic. Um, we had 12, if you can believe this, we had 12 writers oh, in wow. the department. Yeah. We, we, we did. We, we had a full-time visual arts critic. We had a full-time film critic. We had a full-time book reviewer. Uh, we had a full-time professional theater critic. That was me. We had a full-time person writing about dance. We had a full-time person writing about amateur theater, person writing about television. We had 12 writers, if you can believe it, mm. just the arts and entertainment department alone. You know how many people they've got now? One and a half. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the difference. Yeah. And that's plainly and simply was because this was a time when 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 the uh, when the Calgary Herald was was making so much money 
that it was turning away advertisers at the door, if you can believe this. That people would show up hoping to to advertise their 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 vehicles or or their other um, goods in the in the newspaper on the weekend, and only to be told, "Sorry, the paper is all full full up. Um, come back next week, and uh, we'll 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 see if we can accommodate you." So, but of course, things have completely changed. I mean, the the print journalism now is has been on its its last legs for, for, for a long time. And and the situation is not getting any better. It's uh, I mean, all you have to do is just look at the uh, financial reports that are coming out and uh, you know, comparing the losses this year to the, uh, the losses for the same period last year. And there's the story right there. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a very changed world. And I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, 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 I feel really uh, privilege that that I was able to enjoy probably was the, the last golden era for newspapers in, in Canada. You know, that, that I worked with newspapers that believed in journalism, that spent money on journalism. I mean, when I would, you know, as theater critic, I went to, um, uh, I went to New York and London on a regular basis. I went to New York to see what was happening on Broadway. I went to London to see what was happening on the, on the West End. And uh, I go to you know, the Stratford Festival, and I go to the Schmock Festival. And when I when I get there, and uh, you know, I'd be talking to my fellow critics from uh, from Toronto and elsewhere. And uh, when I told them how many people we had in the entertainment department of the Calgary Herald, they just shook their head in disbelief. <laughs> Calgary? You mean a Calgary newspaper has all those people writing? Well, yes, we did because the money was there, and. Um, so I was, that was, that was a very enjoyable time for me, I have to say. So I'm, I think I, I enjoyed the best of it while I was there. I'm not sure I'd be, um, I'd feel the same way if I was back working in the business. You have been listening to part two of my interview with Brian Brennan. Join me next time as he and I continue our discussion. This has been the Frayed Medium Podcast, a CMRU production. The Frayed Medium Podcast can be found at cmru.ca. Thanks for listening.